The most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental? Easy. It's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the underside of a stranger's condo. Yeah, you simply twist knobs, click gears, jiggle it, and then rip it off its moorings, and voila! Your prize is a key to a questionable home rental and maybe tetanus. When you just want to get your vacation started by actually getting into your room, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we deliver your key right to your phone on the Hilton Honors app. Hilton for the stay. Today is Friday, December 11th, 2020. On this day in 2001, United States law enforcement launched a three-pronged attack against online piracy, seizing personal computers in 27 cities across the country. The most successful of these initiatives was named Operation Buccaneer. Welcome to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today we're covering what was once the most extensive operation the United States government has initialized against online piracy. They seized computers in Oregon, North Carolina, California, Massachusetts, and other states, leading to the complete shutdown of the online piracy group, Drink or Die. Let's go back to December 11, 2001, to one of these locations in Westwood, California. It's sometimes hard to fathom just how different the internet was in 2001. Smartphones had just entered the marketplace, and laptops were bulky and awkward. Not that people thought so at the time, the cutting edge always looks sleek and new. Take the video games being played in UCLA dorm rooms. By today's standards, the graphics are fuzzy and inelegant. But in 2001, gamers couldn't get enough of them. It's easy to imagine UCLA students hunkering down in their dorms playing Deus Ex or the newly released Super Smash Bros. Melee. Many of them probably played these games online to connect with strangers to escape from reality. But the real world was about to hit them fast. That day in December, students in a number of universities were surprised to see federal agents at their doors with search warrants. Dorms and classrooms at UCLA, MIT, Duke, Purdue, and many others were ransacked in connection to a long-running piracy case. The stolen materials in question were Microsoft Windows and security software, computer games, music videos, and even recently released movies. Those include Monsters, Inc. and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. These illicit items are referred to as wares with a Z by the community that trades in them. All told, agents of the Justice Department executed around 100 warrants that day through three simultaneous operations. Operation Buccaneer, co-run by U.S. Customs and the Computer Crime and Intellectual Property Section, Operation Bandwidth, an undercover operation by the FBI, DCIS, and EPA-OIG, which operated in the U.S. and Canada, and Operation Digital Pirates, run out of the FBI's Boston field office. That's pirates with a Z. Operation Buccaneer in particular targeted the group Drink or Die, a wares distributor known to have at least 40 members worldwide. 
It was treated, for all intents and purposes, like an international criminal syndicate. It was used as an example of how rampant piracy was online. The group was so brazen that they even had their own public website. In a statement, U.S. Attorney General John Ashcroft announced, Many of these individuals and groups believed the digital age and the internet allowed them to operate without fear of detection or criminal sanction. Today, law enforcement in the U.S. and around the world proved them wrong. Robert Mueller, director of the FBI, elaborated on the attorney general's statement, saying, the execution of these search warrants should send the message that trafficking in stolen goods, whether the property is in physical or electronic form, is a serious crime and will be prosecuted. Over the following months, more search warrants were issued to further the Justice Department's goal of deterring online crime. According to anonymous interviews with people in the Wares community, sites froze out of fear. The publicity and attention from this particular operation caused Drink or Die to permanently shut down, though the magnitude of this victory has been disputed by voices within the community. One anonymous member of the Wares community wrote in early 2002, I'm just sure that whatever the FBI decides to do, there will still be people ripping and releasing Wares internally through groups. We have finally lost. But I assure you, the FBI cannot keep us down. Coming up, we explore the past and future of Internet crime. Hi, it's Greg. I want to tell you about a fantastic podcast show I know you'll love that dives deep into some of history's most notorious leaders. It's called Dictators. And every Tuesday, it examines the reign of a real-life tyrant, exploring the unique conditions that allowed them to seize control. Dictators have a never-ending thirst for power. Some seize this power through force, others through deceit, and all of them won't hesitate to eliminate anybody who stands in their way. You can hear episodes on dictators from the Roman Empire like Caligula, World War II dictators like Benito Mussolini, female dictators like Isabella of France, and many more. There are over 40 episodes available to binge right now that I know you'll find fascinating. Discover the governments that fell, the lives that were destroyed, and evil at its highest level. Follow Dictators Free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Now back to the story. On December 11th, 2001... Federal agents executed 100 warrants as part of a nationwide crackdown on digital piracy. Countless computers were seized, and one notable piracy group, Drink or Die, was disbanded completely. In a New York Times story from later that week, one of the officials involved claimed, most of the Drink or Die leadership has been exposed by the investigation. 
It was a crackdown on internet piracy, the likes of which had never been seen before. But was it effective? Did it ultimately curb the proliferation of these sorts of groups? Since the early 1990s, world governments have been doing their best to adapt old laws to the new millennium. But predictably, the people they aimed to prosecute were always a step ahead. For instance, investigators found that the group Drink or Die was founded in 1993 by a Russian hacker known only as Deviator. According to federal agents, this piracy ring expanded globally by 1995 and took credit for releasing a pirated copy of the Windows 95 operating system two weeks before Microsoft made it publicly available. Much of the software that was leaked by these pirates was thought to come not only from hacking, but also from internal sources within the various companies. Employees who shared digital copies of the software, videos, or other forms of copyrighted media. While searching for the perpetrators of these crimes, federal agents aimed as high on the food chain as possible. These actions were not confined to the United States alone. Operation Buccaneer had cooperation from law enforcement in the United Kingdom, Australia, Finland, Sweden, and Norway. All told, they seized more than 130 computers between December 10th and 12th. A number of individuals implicated in these organizations were charged, and some received up to two years of jail time. The late 90s and early 2000s were a huge turning point for the federal fight against internet piracy. In 1998, Congress passed the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, or DMCA, which in theory protects creators from piracy or unlicensed distribution of their work on the internet, though it has faced a significant amount of criticism since then. Beginning in 1999, Representatives of the music industry started suing music-sharing site Napster, pushing it out of existence by mid-2001. While this process was going on, federal law enforcement was preparing its own fight against piracy organizations like Drink or Die. Nowadays, leaking software or videos to a pirating site is much harder to get away with. Digital copies of copyrighted films, games, and other software are often encrypted with DRM controls that can prevent the media from being easily accessed or copied. However, as the tools used to fight online piracy have become more sophisticated, so have the piracy methods themselves. They're better at obscuring a pirate's identity. And these days, it's not only intellectual property that's at risk, our personal data is a valuable treasure to both individual pirates and corporations. See, piracy isn't what it used to be. By the 1800s, the allure of oceanic piracy dwindled as pirate hunters took hold. But today's pirates rarely go to the gallows. There's just too much digital gold to be plundered, and content creators are always making more. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more insight into the dark underbelly of society, check out Dark Side Of on Spotify. 
Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Parcast originals for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Robert Teamstra, with writing assistance by Aaron Lan, and fact-checking by Claire Cronin. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Don't forget to check out the Dictators podcast. Every Tuesday, they go deep into the minds of some of history's most despised despots. You'll get insight into their rise to power and the impact of their downfall. Search for Dictators in the Spotify app and listen free today.